Welcome to the House of Lee NYC. Come on in, meet regular folks doing interesting things, and get tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. Today, I'm going to share with you how to host a holiday cookie baking party the leeway. <laughs> I figure there is just enough time to squeeze one in on a random evening before the new year or maybe during the week of New Year's Day. Why not? Because really, who doesn't love cookies at any time of the year? Really? And cookies can be vegan, they can be gluten-free, everything free. So again, why not a cookie baking party? <laughs> You may already attend or host a holiday cookie swapping party. That's cool. And my sister, shout out to Alabama, sometimes adds a twist to the swapping party with Christmas martinis at her parties. She says that you can also make holiday drinks such as peppermint white Russians or ruby red grapefruit margaritas with red or pink sugar rims. My sister also says that most people forget to prepare copies of their cookie recipes. So if you're doing a cookie swapping party, make sure you have your recipe handy to distribute. Oh, and to avoid having to worry about getting your containers back, she says to just go to a dollar store and buy some simple platters to give away with your cookies. That's a great stress-free idea, isn't it? Oh, and of course, bake enough cookies for each swapper. <laughs> You know, one of the best holiday parties I've ever attended was completely alcohol-free. Shout out to Rebecca for that game night oh so many years ago. So just putting that out there. Why a cookie baking party, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. At the time, I thought it would be fun to bake cookies together with my friends. I feel like just showing up to swap already made cookies seems kind of flat to me. Does that make sense? And to be quite frank with you, potluck in general grosses me out because not everyone has the same level of hygiene and food sanitation practices. If we're all baking together, we're active, we're connecting and sharing holiday cheer. And I can see who's licking their fingers and double dipping tasting spoons and things like that or playing with their hair before touching the food again. I know. What do you even call that? <laughs> But I know I'm not the only one who thinks this way. Actually, I heard Patti LaBelle talk about the lack of hygiene among home cooks. And she's the one who got me thinking about that. So maybe you're like me or us, which is why a cookie baking party is just the best. So before we get started on how to host said cookie baking party, I must ask you for two things. One, if I provide a little nugget of something something in your life each week, please do leave a warm and fuzzy review for the House of Lee NYC in your favorite podcast app or on Apple Podcasts. And while you're at it, please leave one for the Practimama NYC show too. I mean, why not? It's, it's not really for my ego, but rather to gain traction and visibility for the shows. And well, who doesn't like a little at a girl love? <laughs> it's the love that keeps me going some days, and I know you know what I mean. Number two, would you please join my new Facebook group for the show? There, we can meet up and talk. You know, talk about, well, stuff. Whether it's commentary about a particular episode or a spot around town, or even if you have questions or comments, please find the House of Lee NYC group on Facebook. 
Thank you for hearing me out. Oh, and be sure to stick around for my hotspot and shout outs later on in the show. And as always, feel free to reach out to me via DM at House of Lee NYC or leave a message at houseofleenyc.com. So now, put me on pause to go grab your note-taking tools and then let's get started. And yes, if you're really nice, I just might prepare a PDF for you, also possibly available in the show notes. Maybe. (laughs) Happy holidays to you. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa. Happy, happy. Can you tell I just love this time of year? I mean, I really do. I love this time of year. What about you? Eh, if not, just skip ahead to my hotspot in town and the shout outs. I won't take it personally. But if you do, stick around to find out how to make your party the best with one simple component coming up later. All right, here are my tips for hosting what I call my annual cookie baking and holiday card writing party. Let me preface things by sharing, once again, that I have a really tiny kitchen here in New York City. I tell, well, it's my only kitchen, (laughs) and it happens to be in New York City. I tell you this because you may be saying that same thing as an excuse as to why you can't have a baking party at your house. But let me tell you this, that never stopped me from hosting my party on the first Saturday of December for about 10 years, no joke. Oh, and I threw in the card writing part to entice folks who maybe didn't wanna bake. First things first, take out your calendar or planner and pick your date. Then quickly get the word out with a save the date for cookies message with details to follow. In fact, I'll wait. Just pause me again while you send out a text, email, Facebook post, Instagram, or tweet. Okay, so now you're in business. Great. Basically, for a cookie baking party, as the host, I bought all the staples, such as regular flour, sugar, butter, milk, cocoa powder, vanilla, salt, baking soda, and powder, baking powder. And with the holiday season, most of these things are on sale until New Year's. (laughs) Or have a potluck for ingredients. You know, do it your way. At my house, I always told folks that they could bring their specialized and more expensive ingredients with that I would cover the staples. Next, you'll want to visit a dollar store or secondhand store and get a couple sets of measuring cups for dry and wet ingredients as well as measuring spoons, rubber spatulas, and mixing bowls. And of course, wash them thoroughly before using. The other main tool you'll need is a baking sheet. Actually, at least one per person. Now here's the key to the baking sheets. Measure the dimensions of your oven. I'm laughing because one year I it didn't even occur to me and I bought cookie sheet pans that were too large for my oven. That was fun. <laughs> Talk about getting backed up in the kitchen. Oh, and make sure you have enough racks in your oven. My oven only came with one rack, so I had to get two other racks and, and a friend of mine custom made one in, in the shop. He had a metal shop uh, because I couldn't find the other one. But anyway, if you don't have an electric hand mixer, you can usually get one for about 12 to $15 at a chain store or, you know, one of those pharmacies that sells inexpensive appliances around the holidays or maybe borrow one. Again, the point isn't to go out and buy tons of stuff, but to come together with your friends and create yummies together. Oh, and then you'll want containers or platters for the finished products. These are key items. 
wow. The more I share, it's like, hmm, the more I'm starting to think that this is a lot of work. (laughs) But it actually wasn't and isn't because you'll so look forward to the fun of it all. And you know what? It is tons of fun. And let me tell you why especially if you're a cookie dough person like I am, then just think of all the cookie dough you get to sample. (laughs) You know, start with the end in mind to get you through the hard parts, I say. (laughs) I did take my cookie baking party to another level, though. I went out and I bought some green, red and white aprons, uh, you know, for wholesale in the restaurant district, and I painted snowflakes on them. So if that's over the top for you, have Everyone bring their own apron, their own oven mitt, tools and cookie tray pans and, you know, everything else you want them to bring. The point, again, is to just come together and have a holiday activity as benign as baking cookies. Again, that's the point, because you know what? It beats baking them all alone. Or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It's all good. Whatever you want to do. This is just information. (laughs) Okay, so you've gotten all the tools. Now, decide if you're going to do this before, during, or after mealtime. I hosted mine from 4 p.m. until 8 p.m.-ish. So I would make a big batch of penne with pesto, sometimes a soup, and definitely a salad, you know, to counteract the cookie factor. (laughs) The calories. What? Calories? (laughs) There was only one year in which I allowed alcohol, and I vowed I would never do that again. It just, it got way too rowdy, and no one really baked anything. And it it just, it became overwhelming for me. I, I didn't like the vibe. And even though I do enjoy wine or a cocktail here and there. It just wasn't fun in the end in retrospect. So this is your party. Do it up any way you like. And then just when your guests think they're done, announce that it's actually a contest. This is one component that will make your party the best. After everyone's done baking, have everyone taste all the cookies and vote for the one they like the best. I just handed out some small pieces of paper and a pen and then I collected all the votes and I tallied them and then I announced the winner and handed out a prize. At my house, I would hand out a new DVD. My favorite movie to give at the time was Elf, the Christmas movie with Will Ferrell. I usually got them on sale, so I didn't spend much. And sometimes there was a tie, so it's good to have more than one prize on hand. You know, maybe you could find some fun, festive socks or something. The fun part about the contest element is that it makes your friends want to return the following year for, you know, a rematch. (laughs) Good times. Now, let's get serious for a moment and just learn from me. If you have rowdy guests or guests with rowdy little ones, even without the alcohol, feel free to send them outside or home. I didn't realize I could do that one year. And so going into the following year from that one, I opted to more carefully curate my guest list. And I felt prepared to ask anyone to leave who might need a little send off. But if this is your first gathering, start small and then work up to a larger guest list. And again, be gracious yet confident if someone needs to be escorted to the door. You now have official permission. Then, after all the baking is done and prizes have been handed out, consider watching a holiday movie to end the evening or whatever you like. It's your cookie baking party. 
By the way, I always had one or two people bring stacks of holiday cards to write, but then they usually ended up helping a contest, I mean another guest, <laughs> bake his or her cookie recipe. It's so much fun. Oh, and holiday music is a must if you can stomach it. I didn't realize that some people can't stand holiday music. Maybe this is you. I don't know. Send me a comment and tell me. At my house, the Christmas music starts as soon as Thanksgiving dessert is done. So again, it's your cookie party. Do as you like. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, maybe you have some other holiday music. Uh, right now, currently, Hanukkah is going on. Happy Hanukkah to everyone who celebrates. So that's how to host an actual cookie baking and holiday card writing party the Lee way. A shout out goes to the reviewer Happy Meditating, who left a five star review for me here in the States via Apple Podcasts. Did you know that if you leave a review in your respective country, those of us in other countries don't get to see it? But luckily, I subscribe to an app that collects all the reviews I receive across the globe. It just takes a while for me to see them. So happy meditating. Thank you so much for saying that I bring a world of fascination from the deliciously deep to the marvelously mundane. Happy meditating. You also said that yours truly has infectious enthusiasm and that my celebration of the diversity of life will leave listeners wanting more and more and then some more. Wow happy meditating i'm truly grateful that you you that you get me that you understand where i'm trying to come from and thank you so much it's such an unbelievably kind review this definitely goes into my thank you file you you know what that is when i was in teacher grad school a professor of mine told us to always keep a thank you file on hand especially for those rough days when you just wanted to quit and man there were plenty of those in the beginning and if you're a first year teacher listening to me tonight or tomorrow whenever it is during the day that first year of teaching is the roughest and hardest, but if you get through it and you learn from it, the second year is a thousand times better. So stick with it, okay? So anyway, this review, Happy Meditating, definitely goes into my thank you file. And if you listening don't have a file just yet, start one. Like now, you don't even have to be a teacher, but just start your thank you file. And again, thank you so much. So I'd like to say hey again to Rebecca Nakamura in Chicago for hosting an amazing alcohol-free party those years ago. And a quick PSA here. If you feel you cannot enjoy any social gathering without alcohol, please seek help. As this show's one-year anniversary is coming up, what do you think should be done to celebrate it? Do you think I should record a live episode somewhere? Do you think I should have a party? Would you even come? Send me a line at houseofleanyc.com or better yet, join the show's new Facebook group and share your thoughts there. Before I share my hotspot of the week, I'd like to tell you about three events. First, if you or someone you know, child or adult, wants to start a podcast, register for my hands-on one-day podcasting workshop on Saturday, December 15th, 2018. Second, if you know someone who needs to get in on the whole podcast thing, you know, they don't know how to listen to one, send them to houseofleanyc.com for my What's a Podcast online webinar on December 21st, 2018. 
And finally, if you are a podcaster or know other podcasters who want to learn how to record out in the field, you know, that's on location, then you'll want to sign up for our four-hour holiday edition of Cast Shop NYC on Saturday, December 29th. We are going to show you how to record on-site at a festive location with live man-on-the-street interviews, and we're throwing in some hot cocoa as well. You know, it's the holiday edition. Come on. (laughs) Just visit House of LeeNYC.com for more information and to register. And now for the hot spot of the week, Keste Pizza and Vino in the village, West Village, Greenwich Village on Bleecker Street. If you love wood fire oven pizza in the Neapolitan style, wait, is that redundant? (laughs) Then you will love Keste. Two things about it. One, it's the best darn gluten-free pizza in the country so far. You can't even tell it's gluten-free. And second, it's a small place and you have to get there early to avoid standing in line. You know, the regular pizza is amazing too, but oddly, the gluten-free pizza is better at Keste than at its sister restaurant in Hell's Kitchen called Don Antonio. Again, the pizza at Keste, the regular and the gluten-free is amazingly delicious. And I'll leave the address in the show notes, of course. That wraps up this episode of the House of Lee NYC. I'll be sure to include all the mentions from today in the show notes. And if by some chance I forget something, please do reach out on social media at House of Lee NYC or at houseoflee Future shows include how to be thoughtful, tips from a professional ice skater, and what a doula is. Be sure to check out my other show, The Practy Mama NYC. That's for parents. <laughs> I give practical tips for parents that actually work and are useful. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping in. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.